0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. By Harrison Butker. Here's Butker.
1: For 45 yards! All the way, it's done.
2: What was your reaction at that very point in time?
3: Oh, we were screaming.
2: Eight seconds left, Chiefs take the lead, eight seconds go, launching them back into the Super Bowl. Was your heart stopped?
1: Uh, yes. The whole time, I'm sitting there like, I, my blood pressure cannot take over time. Please, for the love of God, make this field goal. I was feeling confident. I don't know.
2: Uh, Marsh, your reaction when uh, Butker's kick sales through eight seconds left in the game? Before or after? <laughs> <laughs> Two different things. Uh, let's talk about the Chiefs Super Bowl odds right now. But first, do want to cover weather, depending on what parts of the listening area you are in this morning. We're seeing uh, different issues. Marsh, what are you seeing this morning?
4: Now well, we've had some uh one of our coworkers Kevin hilly, over on ninety four point three cat country from uh across the hall actually lives at the lake, and he said his drive was rotten coming up All our right way so and we're seeing uh, late starts for both Columbia Public and Jefferson
0: City Public Schools, so watch out. Some icy patches out there.
2: worth what are you seeing?
0: Yeah, same thing, and the Camden superintendent actually called here, and I spoke to him, and, and t- uh, tying in with what John said, it's just treacherous 14 degrees. The Columbia area, specifically Columbia proper, was clipped a little bit, but really the bulk of this is to the southeast and to the east of Columbia. That is the bulk of it, but that doesn't mean other areas didn't get it. Boonville, for instance, uh, didn't appear to be on the radar to be impacted, but they've had school closings. So you just have to definitely check that when you go out this morning. But the biggest impact was St. Louis to the point, Brandon, during the football game last night, the National Weather Service compared this ice storm that happened last night to December 16th, 2016. The fact is they did not have an advisory. There was no warning. So, um, thank goodness it was on a Sunday because it would have been a disaster. And they had lots of wrecks in St. Louis yesterday. Lots of wrecks last night, tying up traffic everywhere. See, that's
1: crazy because on my way in on Highway 50 and Highway 63, um, everything was completely fine. Roads were a little wet so I took it a little slow um, but I didn't have any issues. All right. so bottom line, depending on
2: where you are, mostly south, southeast kind of immediately of our listening areas where we're seeing bigger problems as it relates to uh, ice and maybe if your car's not parked in a garage, give yourself a few extra minutes so you can pull your Pull A credit card out of your wallet and scrape the yeah. ice off of your windshield. Welcome to the show. This is Wake Up, Mid Missouri. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Sporting Reds, pouring the Chiefs. There's, or is it just coincidence?
3: Chiefs, Chief. Republicans, <laughs> all of
2: the things. Uh, Mr. Brian Hilesworth is here. It's good to see you, sir. And there's good John Marsh. Everybody. Yes, sir. Here, Pro- sir. Producer Hannah's there. Hello. My name is Brandon Rather, Kansas City Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl. Doesn't that put a smile on your face? And if you get onto the gambling sites to look, because, you know, you can't. <laughs> That's illegal. You can't bet on sports. Just looking. In Missouri. I'm just doing some window shopping this morning. Uh, right now, the favorite the Super Bowl, Philadelphia Eagles. Favorite mm. to uh, beat the Kansas City uh, Chiefs. What a game. How cool is that? <laughs> just something to get behind.
1: Did you hear much about the Eagles and the 49ers game? I think the 49ers had their third string quarterback in at one point.
2: I actually, truth be Fourth. told
1: fourth string?
2: I watched more of that game than the Chiefs game. What? I was out. Halftime, I was out. And of course, I've missed, because of my schedule, I have missed some of the most exciting games in Chiefs history. Super Bowl history, the uh, Atlanta-New England game, where New England came back from a lot of points. Missed it.
3: You can rewatch it. So I was really sad um, on Saturday that I missed the blowout Mizzou game, and I had a, my daughter's game was at the same time. And Chris and I actually went back and played it over later in the day because I was like, I want to see what happened. How do we get? How do we get up eighteen? So a good weekend all around if you live in Columbia, Missouri. That's true. So and then the mayor of Cincinnati giving
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's making He's the real MVP <laughs> of the football game. <laughs> the,
2: the, the mayor of Cincinnati said, hey, there's not all, there's not enough stuff going on here. Hold my beer and watch this. <laughs> the mayor of Cincinnati, Aftab Pureval, putting out a statement prior to the game.
5: Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game, whereas last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting
2: in a... So they're rubbing it in, calling it Burrowhead Stadium. Bur- it didn't age well. No. And he's not done. More
5: points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test confirming whether or not he's his father. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> See if Joe Burrows is Patrick Mahomes' daddy, huh? Because he owns him.
1: The only problem is I don't know if I would poke the bear that is Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, who is, you know, Mahomes <laughs> BFF. I don't know if I'd poke that bear.
4: Uh, Who promptly did his best The Rock impression after the game. Yeah, he (laughs) had some
3: words for the mayor.
4: And the mayor is still
2: not done.
5: Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you
2: know, just kind of weird. Hey, don't feel bad. That one got Trump a couple of years
0: ago, too. Apparently,
3: it might have also gotten Josh Hawley.
0: What happened with Josh? Not barbecue.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Brian knows about it. Yeah, Steve, oh.
0: Steven, Steven Weber is really pounding on uh, Hawley, saying it should have been a layup on, on Twitter. But I hadn't heard of that barbecue place that Hawley tweeted about, but uh, yeah, that... They haven't it's, heard of it because it's in Kansas. It's yeah. not yeah. even in yeah. Kansas City, yeah. Missouri.
3: Apparently, yeah. Josh Hawley told J.D. Vance, you know, let's bet on it and I'll take you to Joe's Barbecue. And everyone like, dude, that's in Kansas.
1: Awkward.
3: It was awkward. And then Arth- I think it's Arthur Bryant's tweeted back at Hawley and said, Kansas City Barbecue, just in case you need to know or so- something. Mm-hmm. It was not great.
1: I think it's so cool, though, that we're going to get to see the Kelsey Brothers face-off in the Super Bowl, and how convenient for their mother, right? She can go to one stadium and see both go. boys play.
2: And I think, will that be the first time in Super Bowl history that brothers have faced-off playing in the game? Because I remember, uh, what was it, when it was Baltimore and San Francisco, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, the The, uh, the coaches were brothers, the Harbaugh's faced off against each other in the Super Bowl but I don't know the two brothers have actually faced off playing in the game
1: I have seen that stat yes I
3: just know like how moms like to brag on their kids and they always try to like one up each other like she <laughs> could never be one upped like if you could say anything and she be like well this one time my sons played against each other in Super Bowl, and she just wins, right? Like, you can't beat that.
2: You imagine that Christmas card next yeah. year? Well, here's how our year started out. Yeah. I had two kids in the Super Bowl. One didn't win, but the other one did. We're real proud of Travis. Also,
1: talk about some good genetics.
2: How about that, too? It's like, uh, who's the, the, the Watt brothers? JJ and all his brothers. Uh, Cincinnati Mayor. You're not done. Still going after our oh. Chiefs.
5: Now, therefore, I, Aftab Pureval, Mayor of the City of Cincinnati, do hereby proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they got to play us day in Cincinnati. Thank you.
2: They got to play us day. Well, we did, and we saw how that went.
1: So, of course, on the Internet, I'm seeing all sorts of excuses from Cincinnati fans as to why they lost. Uh, one of my favorite excuses is somebody said that the Kelsey Bowl story was just too good so the refs were intentionally like playing in the Chiefs favor just because it was a good storyline to have Travis and his brother face off.
2: So before the game uh, here in Missouri yesterday, the refs got together and they got together with network executives and they got <laughs> together with, and they said, how do we want this to roll out? No, it well, they, they was scripted. They were just following yeah. the script. Yeah. And they all, all the games are, especially when you get further into the play. The Super Bowl is scripted too. Chiefs going to win. Uh, line right now has the Philadelphia uh, Eagles winning the uh, winning a Super Bowl. So this was cool. So the cincinnati mayor and all that making fun of kansas city missouri and questioning whether or not joe burrows is patrick mahomes daddy of course it feels a lot better this morning on the heels of a dramatic victory kansas city chiefs uh travis kelsey on the field after the game i
1: appreciate you how about this beautiful trophy huh hey i got some wise words for that cincinnati mayor Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> you could almost you hear. You gotta fight.
0: Yeah,
4: hear his one eyebrow go up like the rock almost, <laughs> couldn't you? Uh,
2: I loved the whole thing, everything he did there. Uh, I just thought was uh, uh, really cool. And what's a jabroni? Does anybody know the technical definition of what a jabroni is? <laughs> Patrick uh, uh, Travis Kelsey, not done yet.
0: You
1: gonna be up for one more of those <laughs> <laughs> uh jabroni according to my google search is the same thing as a pencil head <laughs> is that right he it says it's uh, a foolish or contemptible person
2: a foolish or contemptible person so travis kelsey using the word jabroni foolish contemptible person and that goes back to the pencil Neck act that matt gates Uh, designed last week in D.C. that has to do with Adam Schiff for brains. (laughs) Kansas City Chiefs going back into the Super Bowl. Going to be an exciting couple of weeks here around mid-Missouri. Coming up 6.35 this morning. Reaction to what happened and what didn't happen in Memphis over the weekend. We're going to do that. And then uh, also going to be doing the daily D.C. rundown coming up 6.25. Some of the big stories happening in Washington, D.C. Billy Long, former congressman. This dude could come over and and uh, talk about Stephanie's recipe for for upside-down pineapple cake, and Billy would still be entertaining. True. <laughs> he, he would. He's going to be joining us seven ten this morning, some of the shenanigans that are happening in Washington, D.C. But first, Stephanie Bell's going to be doing the Daily D.C. Rundown for us. That's coming up at 625. What do you have for us, Stephanie?
3: Well, Joe and Kevin are finally getting together to meet on Wednesday. McCarthy v. Biden. We're going to run down what topics they're talking about. And they're previewing the meeting for us and telling us, hey, I'm I'm putting the line here. But will they stick to that, right?
0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. To put us on a path to balance, at the same time not put any any of our debt in jeopardy at the same time.
2: That's House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, him and the Prez. Joe and the press, get ready to meet. I wonder how that's going to go. We've got some insight for you from Stephanie Bell. That's getting us into today's Daily DC Rundown with Stephanie Bell.
3: Yeah, I think they're meeting just for looks. I just don't see how anything comes of this meeting, but it is scheduled for Wednesday. They've both been kind of previewing the meeting. Of course, in order to get the speakership, McCarthy had to make some concessions to Republicans. um, And, you know, they want to... High spending cuts with raising the debt limit. McCarthy did say ahead of the meeting there will not be a default, which is you know what Joe Biden said is you know don't hold us hostage. Uh, and and the speaker has said Social Security and Medicare are off the table. Um, so what's McCarthy going to get out of this meeting? Um, you know, will he get Joe to agree to do any sort of spending cuts? I mean. How- How does he leverage that? I don't know.
2: And I wonder, too, I always wonder what it is that we don't get to see because the cameras get in there and they're they're meeting and everything and they shake and they smile and... But what's happening before the cameras turn on? What's happening after the cameras uh, have turned off?
3: Also, we should mention, as far as the RNC race, uh, their official vote happened on Friday. So, Ronna McDaniel was Ronna McDaniel, who was the incumbent, was reelected as the RNC chair. Uh, so, those hoping for some change, I do think it sparked some interesting discussions and some topics that I do, I think, will be ongoing. So, I'm happy for that. Well,
2: Harmeet Dillon, who you see on Fox all the time, she came here on Wake Up Mm Mid-Missouri. She was the one that was giving the current RNC chair, Ron McDaniel, a run for her money, and she brought up really she's like, here are the facts. We've lost this number of elections. We had the failed, we had all of this. We need something different. That was and she had a very valid argument.
3: Yeah, I think those conversations will continue. Another conversation that's happening in D.C., there's this national prayer breakfast, and apparently it had previously been run by a private uh, religious group There were concerns about it being divisive. Also, folks said, hey, I'm not comfortable about this big public meeting without knowing important details about a large public gathering of elected officials. You know, like you might ask some questions before you go to a breakfast about what's occurring there. Um, And they said, I'm not comfortable with that. Uh, and so now they took over the organization of the breakfast and said, "We want to know w- you know what what 's planned, where the money 's coming from, where the money 's going, those kinds of things
2: I am quietly giving you some points All right. by the way, nice little backhand there
3: staff also uh, the J- Japan and the Netherlands have agreed to a deal with the u s to restrict Um, Materials, uh, access to materials that make advanced computer chips. Of course, in October, we had already uh, placed some export uh, limits on China's ability to make these chips, but these things apparently can be used to make weapons, uh, commit human rights abuses, all sorts of things. Um, China's not going to be very happy, but the U.S. has been working really hard, uh, you know, because if it's just us, it doesn't make much sense. So we've been pushing on Japan and the Netherlands to join us, and it looks like they will, although it's not official yet um also uh President Trump kicked off some campaign visits. did you hear my he's where's he been <laughs> uh, that's okay, so that was my take too I'm like Oh, he was campaigning.
2: Usually he sends me an email and says, hey, I'm out. And uh, he's
3: all over the TV yeah. and he's all over the Twitter and the Facebook and everything else. I didn't, I, I'm not on true social, but maybe he's doing that. And he, he actually brought that up and he said, hey, people are questioning my commitment to running because you haven't seen much of me. But he says, I'm more angry now and I'm more committed than I ever was. And he was talking about um, his agenda, things like immigration and crime, things that we can agree with. Um, but he just doesn't seem to have the same gumption enough to where it's getting back to him and he's commenting on it yeah, gumption
2: like the, well, not what we expect um, yeah. and I think he can have the gumption without all the incendiary stuff that gets you know, the people that don't I, I think he can do that but will he I don't know is he toning it down knowing hey people like my ideas but they don't like the hot talker I, I don't I don't know uh, what it is but. I
3: mean yeah and if I'm him the hot story is still like classified documents so maybe I I, I let that be the headline instead of me for, for a minute maybe he's smarter I mean, he's all, that guy is always ahead of us, I feel like. So maybe, maybe that's his strategy. Also, uh, Blinken is headed over
0: to Israel. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Stand with
2: empathy and compassion, being the mother of four sons and three
6: grandsons,
2: that our prayer always is. That they come back home. As Gloria Sweetlove, NAAC, uh, NAACP president for the state of Tennessee reacting following the release of the uh, Tyrese Nichols uh, video. And I got to tell you from the get-go, I, I don't like watching that stuff. I really don't. I don't like seeing somebody getting the crap beat out of them, uh, especially when it's a group of people doing it, whether it's a police setting or when any of these Videos that come out, people being attacked on subways, being attacked on the streets of San Francisco. That stuff just, it just makes me uncomfortable. I get no pleasure in watching that stuff. Uh, watched a, enough of that video, the Memphis video, Tyree Nickel over the weekend it was great to see. Apparently, not any major problems, few problems with protesters in various cities across America, but uh, nothing big. As I'm watching, the first thing I'm wondering, anywhere you go, you're on camera. Whether you're at work, you're at Walmart, you're on camera. Don't pick your nose. In the grocery store, you're on camera, man. But I would think with police officers, wouldn't they especially know their body cams are on? And I wonder why is it that they would be, because it was just incredibly egregious, what they did. And it broke my heart to see this guy. And by the way, he, he did, just so we're clear, he did run from the cops. Doesn't mean that what they did after that doesn't make it right. But he did run. Got to say that. Um, but this kid crying out for his mom. It reminds me of like that, the movie Shawshank Redemption in the opening scene. The guy uh, who says, I shouldn't be here. And the, the guards beat the crap out of him. He doesn't want to be in that jail so He's crying. He says, I just want my mommy. That's so what this dude did five times. But the officers, they got to know it's on video cam. They got to know it's on body cam. I would think you would know there's got to be surveillance footage. And I'm wondering, why were they so comfortable in doing that? And I know some of the talk over the weekend as well, because they've done that before. They're pretty comfortable doing it. But I'm also wondering, like, did you know you were going to have... Your bosses probably were not going to have any problem with this. That's why you're that comfortable doing it, knowing it's on...
3: Yeah, culture and training. I've heard a lot of people say that it's a training issue. Um, And maybe they're right. I don't know. It was awful
2: they were part of the scorpion task force and apparently they it was you know balls to the wall we handle the very bad stuff and we expect the worst out of the worst of people and that's uh that's what we do and i was i was again i was startled at the way they were almost teasing this thing like it was a motion picture coming up this video's coming out we're going to release it on friday and it's bad i thought that was kind of irresponsible fortunately nothing crazy um over the weekend. Welcome to the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. There is Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Mr. John Marsh is here. Yes, sir. There's producer Hannah. Hello. My name is Brandon Rather Coming up, 710 Congressman Billy Long. Former Congressman Billy Long. He is going to be joining us on the show talking about the craziness that is in D.C. And then did anybody uh, see the video, the Paul Pelosi uh, video?
3: It was so weird.
2: That is weird. Uh, It was real weird. Yeah. (laughs) And I I don't know, for me, uh, I don't know if it cleared anything up either. After listening to the 911 phone call and seeing the video, you can see there's this dude, he has a hammer, breaks into his house. And at that point, Pelosi apparently calls 911, but it's he sounds almost disoriented or he's trying to... He's calling right in front of his attacker, so he's not trying to say too much.
3: He never puts his drink down. And somebody's like, hey, if someone's hitting you with a hammer, like, set your drink down and defend yourself with both hands. It was just, you (laughs) know. Well, and, and, you know, the end of the video was brutal. I didn't want to watch it. I mean, it was awful that man, what that man did. But the first part of the video was just, I can't understand what's going on.
2: (sighs) That's why I said, I don't know that it cleared a whole lot up for me. So then later, this David Pape guy, he calls into a uh, San Francisco TV station from his jail cell. The liberty
5: isn't dying. It's being killed systematically and deliberately. The people killing it have names and addresses. So I got their names and addresses so I could pay them a little visit. I have a heart-to-heart chat about their bad behavior.
2: I need to visit these lawmakers and have heart-to-hearts about their bad behavior. Uh, and that's the stuff that's going to give a bunch of political factions Yikes. a bad name. Again, I always go back to uh, what about just crazy? He's just crazy. It's not just politics. The dude, see, you got to start at point A. Dude's crazy to begin with. It's like when you look at the, well, why did he go and uh, unload his AR 15 in the workplace? Because he was crazy. It wasn't just about a hundred dollar bill. We've learned about the one of the San Francisco shooters over the weekend. Apparently, he was set off because his workplace was billing him a hundred dollars for some equipment he damaged at work. Oh, that is that why he got upset? We well, got upset because the dude's just crazy. I would think
3: like crazy when you're lying on a date about a vaccine. It's been a week of weird videos, but I also saw that Project Veritas video last week and the guy said, you know, oh, I was just lying on the date because I was trying to impress someone. It's like, yeah, when I go on dates, I always lie about mutating a, a virus to impress <laughs> other people. But my favorite it has been folks saying, hey, if your date ever seems really over-interested in your job it's probably James O'Keefe if it's not your tape. <laughs> so just be really
4: Look terrible. for the hidden camera. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's, it, it, you know, there's a lot of crazy out there right now. That's for sure.
2: Uh, speaking of crazy, Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A nice segue, Elizabeth. Great segue. I <laughs> know. Uh, but actually, kind of one of my points here is she's being asked, should Joe Biden run? Spoiler alert. So Joe Biden would be 86 when he'd be running for election. 86 years old.
1: Yeah, and it's going so well so far. And besides the age thing,
2: yeah. But she is just, she is all in for Joe.
6: He should run again, and he is running again, because he has gotten a tremendous amount done. It's been two years. He's had the skinniest possible majority in the United States Senate and only a very small majority in the House. And yet, look at what we've done. I'll pick one that I just love. Besides the Inflation Reduction Act, which is the first time we've raised corporate taxes in 30 years, we also got the biggest climate package we've ever gotten. Uh, It goes into effect right now, the $35 cap for seniors on insulin. Think about these things. Seniors are not going to have to spend more than $2,000 a year on, pharmac- on prescription drugs. But look at the other. The chips. This is how I love to say this, Bill. The chips and science, Bill. This When I ran for Senate
2: So she's saying all these things like they're all good things and the climate stuff and all. And she sounds frankly like she's too excited about that stuff. She's too excited about an 86-year-old dude who's done a very poor job who doesn't know what's going on. She sounds way too excited about that. She sounds way too excited about Joe running for president. She sounds like she should be hosting a cooking show on the TV. (laughs) She just sounds too rambunctious about this stuff. A
6: decade ago. I said one of the things I think we need to do as a nation, we need to double our investment in science. That is exactly what we did last summer, and Joe Biden signed that into law. He showed he's willing to wade into the fights. He waded into the fight on student loan debt if he's, for 43 million Americans. If he-
2: now listen to the next question she gets asked because all of a sudden she doesn't sound like she should be hosting a cooking show on the TV anymore.
6: That old in the second term, that vice presidency becomes even more important. Should Kamala Harris be the, his choice the second time around? You no, know, I, I really want to defer to what makes Biden comfortable on his team. I've known Kamala for a long time. I like Kamala. I. Knew her back when she, was, when she was an attorney general and I was still uh, uh, teaching.
2: But, so she's all in on Joe, who would be 86 years old. Kamala Harris, well, I think I'll defer. I mean, that's my,
3: that's my standard answer when people ask me about candidates and I don't, I'm not supporting that person. I'm like, you know, I really like them as a person, but <laughs> that's the first. But, but, but. They're not who I would support in this particular race.
2: Uh here in Missouri. So there's a lot of things happening in Jefferson City. We are going to cover some of this stuff, ways to um, making it uh, tougher to get initiative petitions going. Recreational marijuana, we have the official date. And I'm curious about this. We've done some work here on the show. We've been trying to find out, like, what are workplace policies? Like, we've gone to HR companies around town, to Springfield, wanting to know, like, how are you guiding companies? And everybody we have talked to has said everybody's kind of standing around this workplace is looking at that workplace, and they're just kind of waiting to see how they're going to handle it. Don't
3: don't tease the people. <laughs> I think they're thinking, like, are we going to have Wake Up Mid-Missouri High Edition? We're asking all these workplace questions like, hmm, maybe we're interested. No.
2: Hey, They sound way too interested about legalized weed on the show, man.
5: <laughs> I
3: think other, I mean, I think the state was looking to other states, and I think employers in the same way, that we're not the first state to go through full recreational, and I think, you know, if if you're in an industry and you've got a business, the best thing to do is call your friends across the state border and see, hey, what are you guys doing over there?
2: What day of the week is Saturday, Febu- or Saturday February? Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> what day is February the 6th? That's not going to be Saturday, is it? Is it's going to be Sunday? Monday? February 6th is the date. Folks- are you
3: asking me to Google something for you?
2: <laughs> is the date? Sure. Is the date that folks will be able to buy the recreational
3: uh-huh. Monday the 6th is what they told us. Well, Monday. We're going to ease into it. We're not going to do it on a Friday. I like that plan.
2: <laughs> so one week from today. And I guess the big thing I've wondered, like, now that it's because, you know, I know there's a lot of people that still, they have moral they're morally against it. They're worried that it's a gateway drug. Marijuana is not a gateway drug. It simply is not. It's by virtue of where it used to be, you had to go and buy it because it was illegal. And so you'd go to some seedy places. Oftentimes you'd find other things there, but I know people still have some moral, uh, opposition to it. I don't use it, won't use it, but I'm, I'm wondering. And, but if you want to use it, you should be able to use it. Is there anybody out there that going, now that it's legal, I'm going to try it? I've never tried this stuff ever in my entire life, but now that it's legal.
3: I think there are going to be a few. I don't think it's going to be a lot, but I think there are some.
2: I just think it would be, I think it'd be, let's try it now that it's legal. Coming up just a few minutes from now, here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, a chain hardware store has a very unique approach to stopping retail. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Give a show, back. We're the best team in the NFL. Oh, those poor Philly fans. <laughs> We're the best team in the NFL. Give us Andy Reid. We're gonna win. Let's hope that they are wrong. Of course, Chiefs, what an incredible win yesterday against uh Joe Burrows at Burrow Head Stadium and sweet revenge when it comes to trolling. Travis Kelsey and the elected mayor of Cincinnati. What a good time last night. We're going to look at the Super Bowl odds. The team right now that is favored to win the Super Bowl, we're going to do that. Coming up 7-10. By the way, former Congressman Billy Long's got to be hanging out with us, too. He could be here talking about different uh, different types of soils depending on where you are in Missouri, and he could make it entertaining. Couldn't he? I
4: wonder if he'll use his uh, nickname for the uh, junior senator now.
2: Uh, which... which which, oh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he might. He's here at 710 craziness in, uh, in D.C. because he's got some interesting insight, and and now he can really cut loose.
3: <laughs> and we, well, we need to be careful there because we, we're, we really do, like, owe him a plaque or something because we have been, he wins the award for causing us to be kicked off the socials the most times he gets
2: us kicked off the socials uh, more than once he's also helped us go viral he got wait he got wake up mid-missouri into rolling stone magazine
1: <laughs> did we make the magazine or the website
2: uh, he, we got us into Vanity Fair magazine. He got us all over the place. So we love what Billy Long uh, does. Usually when he's here on the uh, on the show,
4: and he has a big smiling face on his tour bus. So you got gotta like him.
1: The or te- er, the key though, Brandon, if he does get us flagged on YouTube, is to not replay the audio that got us in trouble over and over again and giggle about it. That's the key.
2: Uh, Billy Long got uh, something he said on the show. Uh, he got us kicked off of YouTube. And the worst part of last year, we were getting ready to do kind of this this <laughs> homeless roundtable. But it was homelessness as it relates to families. And we were doing, it was going to be a YouTube only event. And we got kicked off of YouTube right before we were doing this very important community-oriented event for Mid-Missouri.
1: Well, the thing is, we just got a warning after our interview with Billy. And you did not heed the warning and by replaying clips from the interview and giggling about it, that's what got us kicked off.
2: So we'll see what happens this morning. <laughs> uh that's coming up seven ten here on Wake Up Mid Missouri. You know, we see a lot of these businesses that have had issues with people coming in and shoplifting, especially I think about the drug stores in San Francisco, because they have Prosecutors say we're not going to prosecute for shoplifting anymore, and people think, "Well, why does it matter?" Well, it matters then because they go in and they steal the stuff. There's no prosecution, and then guess what happens to your prices? Whatever you're paying for, prices go up. Well, uh, there's a, uh, a chain hardware store that's trying something new, especially as it relates to these like bands of thieves that will come in and take expensive stuff. They're using like chip technology, and they're putting it like in their power tools. So, I don't know. I don't go and buy a whole lot of power tools at hardware stores. Huh. It's not my gig, man. Uh, but apparently, you can turn these things on in the store and, and sample them a little bit. Well, the, what's happening is these guys, they're walking out with these power tools, and they're stealing them. So, now they're going to use some kind of chip technology that would be embedded inside the equipment so you buy it and the only way that chip gets activated is if you've paid for it, if it gets swiped through the thing.
3: I think they should put all of the power tools under a glass case like watches or something, right? <laughs> you have to like go and talk to someone, try it on. I
2: would like to see that uh, 2023 uh, still uh, miter saw, if you could, behind the counter, please.
3: I would say they're ruining it for everybody because it, it's not just power tools it's like eyelashes for some reason those have gotten like people steal those fake eyelashes and you go to walmart and you have to go find somebody for like a five dollar pair of eyelashes i'm just like i don't need them that bad i don't you know i can't find a store associate anyway um but you know yeah
4: electric razors the same deal behind lock and key
3: yeah (laughs) and so we're going to we're going to these um automated tell or check Checker systems that Hannah loves, you know. So we're, and we are, we struggle finding workers now. We're locking all of the products behind. Clo- I just don't. I don't understand. And the other thing that I will say is, uh, you go. Brandon's like Stephanie's here's <laughs> Stephanie on her shopping tirade. But during COVID, they were only letting people in stores like one at a time. Did you ever go places like that, like yeah. the like the fancy stores with purses and stuff? All right, and they'd have a little rope, a little person. They'd be like two in at a time. And after COVID, they were still doing that. And I was like, that it, what? Why? That's so silly. And it's exactly what you were talking about. Because generally, when people go in and smash and grab, they come in with like 8 to 10 people. And so that same protocol of only allowing in 2 to...